You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Here we are in the middle of May. The 2022 NFL schedule has been released for the Buffalo Bills. Plenty of coverage coming from the team and kind of breaking down what that schedule looks like. Uh, a little bit of other news out there figured would touch base on. Not the the, the most hard-hitting news updates out there that, that come at this time of year, but it's always good to catch up with you guys and and you know if you're anything like me, I just uh, I'm consuming Buffalo Bills content pretty much on a daily basis, right? Even throughout the offseason. I realize there's some fans out there that after the draft and free agency, they start to shift to Major League Baseball or really just kind of take some time off or they get into UFC or Premier League Soccer and all those things, which I think are great. For me, really, like 95% of my sports effort goes into following the Buffalo Bills. So I enjoy continuing to do this show in the offseason. I certainly hope that you all enjoy, uh, you know, kind of not just this show, but the others that we have here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, in the coming days, I was asked to be a part of a project with uh, with Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He pulled together a bunch of different content creators, so keep your eye out on that. We'll definitely be sharing it as it comes about when we talk about some some different bills that we think will be be important. And you know, Joe does a great job with locked on bills and and just a guy that brings the the Buffalo Bills community together in a lot of ways. So uh, so definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, a lot of times I do, you know, I record this podcast over the weekend. Uh, especially in the off season, right? Like there's really not any breaking news. Things aren't as time sensitive with it. So it's like, Hey, maybe I'll record this on the weekend. It'll come out on Tuesday. You know, nothing really is taking place from a, a Sunday morning to a, to a Tuesday evening. And that kind of was the case with at least when I recorded last week and really putting the question out there, if should the bills look to re-sign Jerry Hughes, and uh, that podcast, it came out on, you know, Tuesday around midnight, as it always does. And shortly after it came out later that afternoon, even before the article got to come out on buffalorumblings.com, uh, Hughes had signed a two-year deal to play with the Houston Texans. Um, I saw something on Twitter saying maybe it was a two-year deal in the neighborhood of $10 million, but I have not seen anything officially reported on that at least from some of my searches, there's nothing on spot track, but knowing that it is a two-year contract. And from that standpoint, right, I mean, we know that Hughes, right, played at Texan Christian. He is from Texas. Um, for him to, to go to Houston, it is a homecoming for him. And, you know, maybe one of those situations for him to to be able to, to finish his career with the Texans. I mean, a, a team, uh, again, that expectations might be somewhat low, but I think their roster looks like it's in much better shape 
than it was last season. And, you know, Jerry Hughes can certainly help with their pass rush and be a positive veteran in the locker room for them. Uh, On Friday, Sean McDermott was speaking with the media as it came to the rookie mini camp that was taking place. And he just spoke how it was kind of bittersweet for someone like Jerry Hughes to, you know, to leave the bills and, and, and kind of what that, what that looked like and and meant to him. So kind of a, a lot of outpouring from Buffalo Bills fans this week on social media, different shows. If you caught the episode of the Hump Day Hotline, the discussion on Not Another Buffalo podcast. I mean, Jerry Hughes is, you know, beloved and what he meant for for the Bills. And, you know, it's funny too, because you can you can talk about it and, you know, look at his his career. And a lot of times when people talk about the the drought and guys associated with the drought. I mean, you know, Hughes was here for four years before Sean McDermott. And in these last five seasons with the Bills, right, four of them have resulted in trips to the playoffs in 2017, 2019, 2020, and 21. And, and I'm not going to get into a discussion around the the Wall of Fame or anything along those lines as it relates to him, but just uh, certainly an appreciation for what he brought to the bills. And as I said last week, right, I, I would have been uh, certainly okay with him coming back to, to Buffalo. I don't think for the the contract, at least that I've heard rumored at this time, a little bit higher than what I was expecting, but again, good for Jerry Hughes to have that opportunity. Now, certainly a familiar face that we had talked about more contract details coming out for Mario Addison. And again, right. Despite the fact that he is 35 years old, um, he will be, let's see, he'll be turning 30, 35 years old. Yeah, over the next probably three or four months. Um, the contract terms for him came out with the Texans. Two years, $7.7 million, a $2 million signing bonus for Mario Addison. No additional details as it relates to certain pieces and guarantees. Um, you know, maybe this is something that it's put in as a two-year deal. The way the guarantees go, it's kind of a one-year contract. But but for Addison and Hughes to be back together, again, I'm not saying for a lineup that you want them to be your top two defensive ends, but two guys that certainly have enough in, uh, in what they have been able to, to show. You know, Mario Addison, and, and I've talked about him in the past, there would be sometimes I'd get a little frustrated with his play. But regardless of that, right, last season, two forced fumbles, seven sacks, um, really playing only 45% of the snaps on defense, in 17 games, um, you know, he was productive. Is that situational pass rusher and what he can do? He can be, a, again, in a similar way we talked about with Hughes, a, a positive presence in that locker room. I even remember from last year, right, in training camp, seeing video footage where Addison was huddled on the sideline uh, and he had A.J. Epinesa, Boogie Basham, Greg Rousseau with him. And really talking to the young guys, you could see him giving them instructions and talking about different pieces, um, not knowing those specifics. But that's one of those videos that always kind of kind of stands out. Right. Because it's and I know there's been a lot of conversation around this in the past weeks with Ryan Tannehill and his conversation about like, you know, I'm not here to mentor. And, you know, you you get certain parts of that right where it's a, a, a competition. I think some things were taken out of context, but. Hey, if you are one of those veteran players and there's young guys on, you know, your roster, you know, you would hope that when you were a rookie and coming into the league or a second year player in the case that Epinesa was last year, that one of those vets would spend some time with you and, you know, expend some of that that wisdom that they have because 
let's be honest, you guys are on the same team. The better these young guys are, the more it pushes you and the better your unit is. Um, and it, I, that just always stood out to me with with Mario Addison and, and kind of what he he brought to the table, what he brought to the table there. So, you know, for both Hughes and Addison, wish them nothing but the best as they are uh, on their way down to Houston to play for Lovey Smith and the Texans and hope those guys continue to be productive um, just as long as they're not playing the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> so um, aside from that, right, like as you, you kind of look at things, as I mentioned Rookie minicamp is underway. You start to see some of that coverage um, as recording this, right? There was just some news that had come out from the first day. I mean, listen, every it's rookie minicamp, right? It's no pads. It's no. It's just running through a lot of drills and different pieces. It's great to see Kyer Elam out there. It's great to see uh, James Cook. You know, you you talk about those those offensive weapons or an offensive weapon in the case of cook again what elam can bring to the team is cornerback too um it's just something else to talk about nothing too crazy um the one thing i saw at least at the time was just people upset that there was no uh no footage of uh matt ariza the punt god uh getting any work in and i don't know are the buffalo bills at this point where it's just the the team is that good the roster is that good that uh, when it comes to you know what we're talking about and battles for positions this offseason, that really the punter job is number one on the list of what is most interesting to fans. Um, you know, we'll take a, a deeper look at it, I guess, as we get into to the offseason. But kind of when you look at those starting positions out there, it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of competition. I know Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott will say other things, but I mean, right, you assume that Elam is a first-round pick, will be your starting cornerback in due time, um, right? So you, you talk about that piece. People used to talk about offensive guard, but like Ryan Bates signing a four-year, $18 million contract, that is not a contract you give out to someone that you are expecting to be a backup. doesn't mean that somebody can't come in and outperform him in camp and put some pressure and do those types of things. But I think just when you look at the roster – I don't know if there's a whole lot of training camp battles for starting positions out there as opposed to what will really be taking place when you talk about, you know, competitions for a spot on the 53-man roster. But, of course, we have time before we get to that. And as I said, right, sometimes you get to this slow time. It's uh, it's okay. I kind of enjoy it. You can talk about some things. You can take a closer look at some historical pieces. We can talk about fan favorites. We can talk about different lineup pieces. I like to get into the fantasy projections too. Um, fantasy football drafts coming uh, right around the corner and even gotten into a few best ball ones in the meantime, which is uh, which is always a lot of fun. We did some of those. We did some weekly best ball um, with some folks, with some, some readers and listeners, and maybe we'll look to do some more of that as we get going towards the season too. But you know, as we go through it and we talk about this, actually, one more thing I did want to talk to you guys about. What did you think of the schedule release video on buffalobills.com? Um, you know, it came out the, uh, you know, you've, you've got Isaiah McKenzie coming out, struggling with the screen. You've got Dawson Knox opening things up with the wings. You, Tim Settle comes out. He's painting Gabriel Davis just eating cake with his hands. And then Josh Allen comes out and Dawson Knox massaging his hand with wing sauce and uh, basically just like, hey, 
this is the uh, schedule release video and then just flashing the uh, the schedule up on the screen. I, I was laughing at it as I watched it. Um, I, I saw some on social media that did not find it as funny as as I did, but I just thought it was uh, I thought it was fun. You know, one of those things you don't take yourself too seriously. And it looked like it was, uh, hey, what do we have laying around that we can pull together and make this pretty unique? And I certainly thought that the uh, that the Buffalo di- Bills did. So, uh, cheers there. So again, like I said, off season running through a couple things. I wanted to talk about Hughes and Addison a little bit on the initial impression when it comes to minicamp. Of course, those thoughts on Matt Ariza. And, uh, and just my initial thoughts when it came to that video, which is definitely a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I'm here for it and I enjoyed it. So listen, I'm going to get out of here for now. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll talk to you all soon. And as always, go Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.